0: Welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 62. I'm your host, Kamran Shustar, and with me is... James Selig. Today is Sunday, August 30th, and it is about 2.30 p.m. in the day. I've only been awake for less than two hours because I was watching Bill and Ted 3 at like 2 to 3.30 in the morning and didn't go to sleep until like 5 a.m., and... It was, uh, it was it was it was fun movie. We'll talk about it in a future episode. But uh, it was it was a great time. Uh, James, it's just two of us today. Yeah, not a crossover. No, we don't not a crossover. There's no there's not a bunch of people here. Uh, there's not no Danny, no Brandons, no. It's just we're just relaxing. We're not on a YouTube show. We're not we're not like doing a bunch of DC stuff. I'm not ranting about uh freaking Snyder cut and stuff. I, i'm i'm exhausted <laughs> it's been really funny
1: that all of a sudden i'm like rooting for the snyder cut because that trailer actually got me and i've been like talking to daniel i was like no but you don't understand they showed the flash and the speed force i want to see that <laughs> and he's like but
0: you already saw the like, no, no 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 it's just different i swear it's different Stan? Stan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's oh god and dude like i'm glad everything is winding down we're finally like it, it was, it's was. it been the busiest stay-at-home summer and obviously the only stay-at-home summer but in terms of content like all these they they basically went freaking insane with virtual everything from yeah. all medias like mediums and stuff which we're gonna get to at the uh after our games so we got a few things today uh, uh f- first off unfortunately like chadwick boseman passed away we'll talk about yeah. that uh then we have Gamescom, uh, which was run by Jeff Keighley. Uh, so it was like a it was like the last, I think, besides one other thing for Summer Games Fest. And then we're going to just talk about Horizon Zero Dawn. So we don't have regular news pieces this time. We pretty much tackled all the DC fandom stuff that was like pretty much the big game TV news and movie news from uh, this whole week. Uh, we already took care of that so this is just a lighter nice like easy episode i'm hoping honestly like i like i like we say this every episode but uh this should be a much shorter episode than recently uh most likely less than an hour and a half i think because we don't have as much content and we could add more in i I just don't want to and I noticed, too, before, like, we've been going very long recently, and I don't know how everyone is. Like, I appreciate those that do listen to this show, but I also don't want to take up all of your time, especially when you have to listen to me rant for an hour about South Park or the Snyder Cut and things like that. So we're going to do a better job in terms of trying to... For sure, we're going to not really go over two hours anymore, I don't think. We'll just cut off content, really. We don't need to extend that long. Uh, But we're going to aim for always hour, under an hour and a half if we can. We're really going to try to hit that mark now just to better, uh, not abuse everyone's time of listening to us. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm going to try to keep, uh, an eye on all this as we go through it. But of course this is Sutra Side Talk. Uh, this is a podcast about games, movies, and TV show news where we cover select article or select news pieces that we really think we can give an opinion on instead of just kind of hammering out different news bits, and then we also talk about what we've been uh, playing and watching, and pretty much we're out normally every week. I know last week you had a couple different episodes, actually. We were on a bunch of other stuff, too, so, James, I don't know, we, were, we probably had, like, four or five different things out last
1: week. Yeah, we were super busy, la- like, last couple weeks, actually, because, like, if you, if you include the Batman Dark Knight Returns commentary that we did in, like, two parts, like... Yeah, we had like six things that
0: came out last couple of weeks. Plus our, yeah, own, so our original our, our own usual episodes too. If you want all of the DC fandom stuff, this is probably the last episode. We'll have all of the links for the other shows in it uh, just to kind of give you a navigation to where you need to go for everything. But uh, if you want to watch the Dark Knight Returns part one and two on whatever platform you you have it on, uh, and you want to listen to us kind of talk about it, along with the the Brandons from Apollo City Comics podcast, you can check out part one on their show on like, at Apollo City Comics, which will have uh, their Twitter in the link as well as their Instagram. And then if you want to watch our show, or our half, uh, you can watch that here, of course, uh, for part two of the commentary on Dark Knight Returns. And then also we have a pre-YouTube show, uh, which is for D3 Media, so that was us covering with uh, Danny, who who's this, uh, he basically runs D3 Media, it's a YouTube show, and we're with him along with uh, one of the other Brandons, and we talk about just everything leading up to fandom, like we're just covering some news about it, how we think it's going to go. We also have a post show about it, just like key highlights from the show, because we reiterate it before on our crossover episodes, but uh, we just talk about that as well as the fandom itself so just how the event itself went and that I don't think is out yet but you'll be able to catch that at d3 media on YouTube and then of course our main DC fandom crossover coverage uh part one where we cover half of the movies tv show or half the movies games and stuff is at Apollo City Comics Podcast and then part two is here uh that's actually episode 61 so just check those out And then uh, there's also Instagram live shows, which if you go to Sutra Side Talk or Apollo City Comics Podcast, you could find. uh, Actually, I believe you should probably just go to Apollo City. It's probably easier to find the live shows there. But uh, me and one of the Brandons basically just do live coverage of the fandom stuff as it comes out. So that's just like quick snippets. But that's all of that. Uh, You can find all the links in the show notes for all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that is everything. Uh, But of course, if you do want to write into the show, whether you want to ask us a question, you want us to answer on the show, uh, whether it's about games, movies, TV, or other stuff, uh, or you want to uh, give us any feedback, positive or negative, you can email us at talk at gmail.com. But after all that, James, I think we can uh, jump right into it, which we'll start with something that's Obviously, a lot more serious than most things we ever talk about, and then after that, we'll get into a much less uh, serious mood as we usually do. But uh, first off, uh, unfortunately, Chadwick uh, Boseman—Jesus, Chadwick Boseman passed away. Uh, He had colon cancer for about four years. So back in twenty sixteen, actually, the same year that Captain America: Civil War came out. Uh, that was his first Marvel film. Uh, for those that don't know, Chadwick Boseman uh, played Jackie Robinson. He played uh, T'Challa, the Black Panther, among other uh, characters in movies. But he was a big-name actor. And normally we don't really talk about anyone that's famous passing away just because, you know, it's like we don't know them. So it's like, you know, it's just, yeah, it's that person on TV. And it's like, yeah, it sucks, but we don't, we didn't know them. But this is a little bit different just because, you know, it's happening this year of all years. And also, like, he's... It's the first, like, big, you know, comic book hero actor that's really passed.
1: Well, what's so sad about it for me is that he was only 43.
0: Yeah, he was very young.
1: And literally, like, he played the Black Panther, who, and at least in that movie, he was super jacked. Like, he looked like he was in the prime of his health. He looked healthier than i've ever been and he was going through stage three colon cancer the whole time like it's i don't know it's it's sad that like his seemingly his entire the peak of his entire career he was sick the entire time and he just didn't pull through and that's the saddest thing for
0: me yeah and it's uh it's a feat a, a massive feat To have gone through four films because he went through civil war he went through avengers infinity war endgame black panther he went through all four of those films with colon cancer like he didn't really i don't believe he told anyone really he might have probably told like the big execs maybe but not no one that like other actors and directors i don't believe most of them knew i'm not too sure it was a complete shock
1: to almost everyone it seems
0: yeah, and the fact that he went through surgeries and chemo while still playing these roles that are physically demanding as well, just due to, like, you know, a hero is usually pretty frickin' jacked and stuff, and it's, like, all the other physical attributes with it. Like, that is a lot. That is actually a lot. That's, like, uh, the average person may not be able to do that, uh, and that so that's why this is also a big thing of, like, why we wanted to talk quickly about this and... He pretty much hope you know. Hope he found peace. Yeah. But he, from what the message said, like this is tweeted out by his family on his account, and no one knew about it because it's like, oh my god, I, that's I can't believe this. This is out of nowhere. I know he had colon cancer, and it's like, yeah, because it's his life. He doesn't want you to know about his life. Yeah. And his he he passed away with with his wife and kids, I believe, yeah, his by family his side by his side. Yeah. So you know the one thing that you always have to remember is people like their privacy even though they're a big name actor and you see their face on a big screen so you feel like i don't know you have this yeah. either um what would you call it james like uh, when you you feel like you're you're enti- i guess you, they people feel like entitled message, with anyone that's like a the message
1: that's been going around is like you you never know someone's personal struggles like yeah you and also i guess the older adage is don't judge a book by its cover like like I just said, he looked like he was the fittest person in the world and he's like going through chemotherapy and stuff. Like that's insane that he that he was able to play the Black Panther King T'Challa so convincingly, like perfectly. And I like I had no no one knew he had cancer. It's it's honestly super inspiring to see that he was able to go through so much and do so much at the same time that I'm just kind of like man, you know, I've just been kind of sitting on my ass trying to, like, wait through my own health problems recently. Like, shit, that dude was going through way worse than I was, and he went made, accomplished so much more than I have in the last couple of years. So, like, I should get off my ass and maybe do something with myself? And I'm hoping that other people have the same idea. And, like, again, back to the whole uh, you-don't-know-someone's-personal struggles. Like, the apparently... A little while ago, like after quarantine started, there were some pictures of Chadwick Boseman going around with him being like super skinny and stuff. And people joked about like, oh, wow, uh, like a month into quarantine and Black Panther lost all his gains or whatever. And it's just like d- now people know that they were joking about him, like literally dying of cancer. And yeah. just like well, shit, maybe maybe next time don't joke about someone's like physical changes and stuff like because you don't know what they're going through, you know?
0: It's also that weird sense of, like I said, the sense of entitlement just over your thoughts on people that are quote-unquote famous. Mm -hmm. Like, when it comes to me, I I know plenty of people that are like, you know, they go through every lives and they, they, you know, it's like weird talk where it's like, you know, normally you talk about the news or like, oh yeah, I watched this or I did this, something that you actually did or something someone else actually did. But for some reason, you know, they're talking about the life of someone they've never met, but they saw their this person on a TV screen. So they want to talk about this person's life and their daily activities. And it's like, I don't like that. That's really weird. And even actors and actresses I love, I've never had that drive to want to know about their personal lives because there's no point. Like, I'm not going to go up to that person and be like, you know, wow, I heard about you going frisbee golfing the other day. (laughs) It's really interesting. But it's that whole thing of like, You know, it's fine to appreciate someone's work. Just remember that they're also a person and not some weird idol for you. Yeah. Just kind of do whatever. It's like, just because
1: you're a fan doesn't mean that they owe you anything.
0: Yeah. And it's just, they're just other people. Leave those people alone. Just like, you know, sometimes maybe... Uh, you know your own friends are just like, yeah, I'm not in a cool place right now, man. Just I'm just kind of doing my own thing. Like I'll I'll talk to you some other time or something. Like you you already respect them on that usually. Like you'll listen to them, but it's like <laughs> someone else that's like massive figure all of a sudden is like, you know, hopefully his family right now. Like the biggest thing is, uh, leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Don't bother them. L- respect their privacy. If they wanted to keep his medical conditions private then usually that would probably mean, especially now after he passed, they just want to be left in peace and just kind of mourn and go through grief. Yeah. And we don't really like just like they want to be left alone. And that's the most important thing right now, easily. And yeah, and that should be respected. Absolutely. And it is like you can tell already, which I'd, I'm not going to be talking about that for a while, but. You could tell there's already people like you see, freaking like screen rant and other, you know, new outlet news outlets and shit being like, uh, will Black Panther be recast or blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, he just died. I know. It's <laughs> like, like, I get that that's
1: going to be talked about eventually, but like, did the dude, he's a human being and he
0: just died.
1: Like, yeah. his
0: family is missing him. Like, give it some time. Yeah, it's not something that's important right now, especially in a time where everything's frozen also anyway. Also that,
1: yeah, it's it's really not the most important thing right now
0: that that yeah. Disney so like, has,
1: like, a Black Panther in the future.
0: You know, go enjoy the films he's been in. Go watch those if you feel like you, that's what you want to do. Otherwise, maybe if you feel like, I don't know, you're like, I, I want to, you know, give back for what he's done, even though, you know, he made a shit ton of money. But, like, you know, if you feel like you want to do something, check out the charities he was probably supporting yeah that's that's what i think is a good idea you could oh, do. I'm, i meant that's... to
1: look up uh for today's charity thing that uh like some colon cancer charity because i i'm sure there's no shortage of, of those or at least there's got to yep. be at least one i but i forgot to do that
0: my bad well i haven't had a chance myself but i was going to research into just charities he supported and we'll probably put out one of those uh we'll do maybe like a small like just to fill out weeks two instead of doing, you know, some of the same other ones, but uh, we'll see which ones he supported, as well as uh, some that are colon cancer related, and we'll probably throughout the next few weeks or so uh, use those as the uh, featured donations each week that you can donate to, since, of course, we don't take money, and it's like, if you're gonna give some money somewhere for now, at least until we get like a Patreon or something, uh, you know, just donate to these uh, charities, and that's how you can, you know, help out, but, like, I appreciate him as Black Panther. I appreciate what he's done in terms of acting, like all the roles he's played. Uh, I haven't seen everything he's in. Like, he was great as Jackie Robinson. I I never saw him him as Jackie Robinson.
1: And supposedly he played Thurgood Marshall, too. So I now. That's right. I want to go watch those now because, like, yeah, I loved him as Black Panther, but now I feel kind of like obligated to check out the rest of his work.
0: Yeah. So that's pretty much. All we really got on Chadwick Boseman, um, it, you know, it sucks, after, especially after everything this year. Like, uh, it's just another addition for, unfortunately, it's like another part of August in a long yeah. line of terrible things that are going on. Because it's like, oh, you know, fires in Chadwick Boseman now is, yeah. is August. It's
1: just like, oh, how could 2020 get worse? Like, well, how about the, t- uh, the Black Panther has cancer and dies? How about that? It's like, Shit. that
0: sucks. Yeah so i know, shouldn't even say the black peace, panther
1: because again he's a human uh chadwick Boseman, yeah get, like the beloved actor dies
0: yeah and it, you know most actors we've seen lost this year were a lot of them were actually surprising like it was all old age and stuff so this is like one of the more that's why this is worse yeah, the fact is that, was that was too he young. was
1: so young is shocking
0: yeah but you know rest in peace um yeah we, I, he won't be forgotten obviously cuz once you're on a big movie like you he'll be always there dude like i still nice. like one
1: of the first things i remembered when i heard that he died was like the scene in uh infinity war when he got go- like dusted and like i literally gasped in the theater cuz i was like holy shit i can't believe he he's gone and i had like the same feeling again like oh i can't believe he's gone we, we literally I just became a fan of his like within the last few years and he's gone. Like what?
0: Damn. Yeah. But yeah. So that's really us talking about Chadwick Boseman. Um, Not much else to say, honestly, there really isn't like, you don't have to do more than this. Just like I said, go support the charities. uh, Maybe that he himself supported. And if you want to go enjoy some of the films he's been in, uh, that's about all I can think of current for now. But, all right. James, you ready to get into the rest of the show and, I guess, change the mood? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. I was like... <laughs> that was yeah, no, you, you to talk.
1: yeah, your video froze for me, so...
0: Oh, gotcha. All right. Well, all right. So, jumping into it now, guys. We have the Gamescom news. Oh, boy. And, oh, boy, what a... What a fun time it was. I mean, it was all right. Was it was cool. Cool. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It was, eh. Yeah, it's moments. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. We're going to get into it. Uh, James, do you have, uh, let's see. Do you, do you have any games that I didn't have?
1: No, I don't think so. I think your list was the same as mine. So I was just going to go off of your list if I was going to be honest. Okay.
0: Gotcha. All right, so the, there was a bunch of games. So oh, the, we had uh, I guess, pretty much, uh, Sorry, the,
1: the one thing that my, I might add was from like the, yesterday, I guess, they talked about Iron Harvest a bit more. I'm usually not into RTS oh, games, but like the fact that it's like an, an alternate history mech
0: game is interesting to me, but we can talk about that later. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, we, so we got... Uh, three days of Gamescom, or four days, I guess, technically, of Gamescom. Uh, Thursday was the opening night, which was kind of like their, hi- their big thing. It was all the big games, and it was two hours of it. And then Friday through Sunday, up until I think earlier today, Sunday, uh, was all of the pretty much coverage for... All the other games, like I think a couple of the games shown on Thursday went into more depth. Otherwise, like it was smaller titles, but they were like, you know, everything from more gameplay trailers to interviews, stuff like that, uh further detailing some of the games. Yeah. And looking through most of them, I didn't get to look through some of yesterday's. So this is like pretty much up to like Friday for me. I only included the ones I was truly interested in, like in terms of game titles, not in terms of what was shown out of what was actually shown for the games i am interested in uh there's a lot less that i actually think i liked of what i saw in terms of just like the, not necessarily being like oh these games look bad it was more like this was that's that's what you wanted to show it. that's this is what we got this is what you wanted to give us are you sure are you sure that's what you wanted to do all right thanks
1: yeah did that did you see that game that's like definitely
0: not sea of thieves I don't actually think I did. I may have skipped that one. I, I there was like <laughs> certain part, certain parts. I'm gonna be honest, like was it during the two hours?
1: No, there was a there was a trailer in yesterday's live stream on uh, uh, IGN. I think it was yesterday's. That was like literally the entire time. I was like, oh, this must just be a, a an expansion or something for Sea of Thieves. Okay, whatever. I'll just skip through this. And then at the very end, like the the title comes up and it's like, Blazing Sails Battle Royale. <laughs> I was like. wait what (laughs) because it looks literally exactly like sea of thieves down to like if your ship takes damage you got to go down to the hole and like nail the the wood to the like walls to stop the leaks and bail out the water it's like it's literally exactly the same but it's a battle royale so it's sea
0: of thieves battle royale yes okay but not made by rare (laughs) well i guess before we get to the big two the big opening night games uh let's just get any of the games we saw the three days out of the way real fast which uh i actually i am be honest like they, they showed some more stuff for the werewolf game oh, i miss I think. that yeah i wasn't i don't think it was much n- much new stuff i, I kind of I, I honestly forgot already <laughs> what it was i had to re-watch some things uh right before this just to kind of refresh because I, I didn't uh, like some of it honestly wasn't that memorable so i was just kind of like out the door already in the mind but yeah, I I got nothing from those three days to be honest. Without you,
1: yeah, not a whole lot. Like I saw that I I'm looking at the text you sent me of like your bullet pointed list of things you kind of wanted to talk about, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of it feels like I'm sounding jaded, saying like, oh well, I don't care because they didn't announce anything like new. <laughs> so I mean, it's pretty much it was just like here we go again yeah i mean you you have unknown nine on on your list and we don't know much
0: about that but like other than that you said iron harvest before yeah
1: iron harvest But Uh, the thing is we've already seen that too
0: yeah i mean what what was what was shown i honestly missed it myself and i didn't like this rts what was shown in this one they started showing
1: off and i don't know if you can play as different countries or if you only play as polonia or whatever but they, they basically just covered that the different countries have different, like, arsenals and stuff like that, and...
0: Oh, it's an it's an RTS, usually they'll give you... You won't just play as one. Okay. If, it, if, you, if you mean the story, maybe yeah. they'll play as, like, a specific one. But even then, like, most RTSs have you play everything, just to kind of... Well, actually, no, Halo Wars didn't, I guess, uh, but that's also not the best example. So, um, so th- uh,
1: this one basically covered that, like, Polania, they don't have the most... Uh, armored mechs or the uh, like the the biggest like artillery or whatever but they excel in like speedy ones so they showed off like there's like a small mech that you have that's like really fast and has like a bayonet (laughs) or whatever uh and then there's like another one that's like a walking trash can but it's also got like gatling guns on it and shit so i don't know i just i really like the aesthetic of that game like the idea i for whatever reason I'm not that big into history, but for whatever reason, alternate history games <laughs> really do it for me. That's why I, I loved Resistance Fall of Man because I was like, whoa, World War II, but with aliens. <laughs> and this is basically like World War I, post World War I, but with mechs. And I just, I think it looks super cool. There was also another um, game that looked like kind of like Civilization, but it's called like Humankind. And they showed a trailer that was literally just super in-depth into how you could control, like, how just religion in the game is, like, one aspect of the game. And it is, like, super detailed, like, how you can create a religion or just, like, use one that already exists and how you can, like, literally use religion as a way to, like, spread your empire around or you could adopt other religions. It, It was weirdly impressive, in my opinion, that's
0: I wonder how much similar because that does sound a lot like Civ's religious uh, tree branch that it uses because you can like win all these different ways in Civ. But OK, that's cool. Uh, and dude, I, I got to say, like all these we're getting more RTS news about all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, getting through the PS4 backlog still. And once I get through it and stuff and all like the PS Plus games. I'm like jumping into my PC backlog, which is pretty much majority is RTSs and then like Elder Scrolls Fallout stuff. But yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so I'm so ready to finally deep, like just jump into that stuff. But All right. So we got a bunch of not too many games, I would say, like compared to what was shown. This is a small number. And some of them will go on briefer than others, but I think the first one will take a little bit longer, just because we've been saving talking about this in general, uh, which is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Yes, that is the title. That's that full thing. But Cold War, uh, we've been getting teases of it. We've been wanting to talk about it for like the last not the last two non DC episodes. I want to say. Uh, just because we were getting more and more stuff, and I was like, ah, we'll just wait till it's all out at once, just so we can just knock it out. But okay, so this game is a direct sequel to Black Ops One. So Black Ops Cold War takes place in the eighties. Uh, I believe Black Ops One takes place in the seventies because like Vietnam and stuff. I want to say I think I think that's right. Um, yeah. I think Yeah, or at least it was like the tail end of Vietnam or something like that. I, I don't remember because Vietnam was like, oh, well, wow. uh, the Cold War. It's supposed to be about like this Russian agent, code codenamed Perseus, who's supposed to his mission is like to infiltrate the American government or intelligence uh, world and just like do something that would basically destroy it. And this game is it's about you hunting them down. And you, they bring this is kind of like modern warfare where you know Modern warfare they brought it back and they kind of it was like a soft reboot where they brought back your characters like captain price and gaz and stuff and you're getting the other classics and black ops is kind of doing the same thing where you have woods mason and hudson and you're like oh shit it's the it's those guys you know from black ops one and those were really fun characters and we're getting them and you're going after this dude and the interesting thing here was we've been talking about before like, we had the rumors that, uh, you know, it was originally each Call of Duty developer does, like, three years development on a game, and they keep rotating with releases, so Infinity warble will put out a game, then Treyarch puts out a game, then Sledgehammer puts out a game, and, like, whatever. Uh, not necessarily in that order. This year was supposed to be Sledgehammer's year, and we heard rumors that something went wrong. They got taken off, because uh, apparently, like, them and Raven were clashing heads or something. Raven Software, the other developer, which... Hasn't been one of the big three. They're like a support team, which they they used to be a fantastic developer team, but they were just turned into like a Call of Duty support team as well as a, uh, a remaster port. Like basically they just did the remasters of like Modern Warfare 1 and 2. So they haven't really had a title of their own or a game to really make of their own anymore. Uh, they are making or have made the uh, campaign for Cold War, whereas Treyarch is doing all of the Multiplayer oriented stuff. I guess probably I'm assuming like you know regular multiplayer and zombies. I think I have to double check, but I think Infinity Ward is still doing Warzone itself. I don't think they'd be passing Warzone to Treyarch to work on because that's kind of weird. Like you're just giving your entire game to like another studio and it just keeps switching hands. Because then it'd go back to Infinity Ward afterwards or Sledgehammer after. I don't fucking know how it works.
1: Yeah, I I also doubt that they would. Seeing as they already have a really successful battle royale out there, like I feel like there's no point in making one specifically for the next Black Ops game.
0: Yeah, and they're not, but I'm I'm more saying like I I don't think that they would give Warzone to Treyarch. Like they wouldn't take their like, oh, development on Warzone, like further development and like altering, putting out new seasons or whatever. Uh here, Infinity War, give all the assets to uh, Treyarch, and they're going to oh, continue yeah, no, working on it. No that's what I meant. Yeah, because we already got we already got the blackout version, which was in Black Ops Four, and then that's pretty much being killed off yeah. in favor of Warzone. Warzone is basically like think of uh, blackout as like the uh, beta, almost as like Warzone is the full the what they really wanted to have with that, and Warzone's sticking around. Like Warzone's here to stay. So. We know now, then, it's Raven and Treyarch, or Treyarch and Raven. I don't know how the hell they're doing it. It seems like Treyarch's still in the front because it's Treyarch, I guess. But we don't know what happened to Sledgehammer. We, we still won't probably know for a while unless, like, we have a Drayson Schreier article that comes out kind of detailing stuff or something. Uh, I've seen that they're still hiring at Sledgehammer, so they're not leaving. And... Uh, Maybe there'll be next year's game. Who knows what they're working on now? Because I don't think it was a Cold War game. I have no idea. It's hard to say. But we have this game. So it's taking place in the 80s. We are going after Perseus. And we have two trailers. One is... uh, (laughs) James, we got a... So we got two... The first trailer was that, like... What's it called? Like, Remember the History? Or uh, something about history. And not letting it be altered or something. Uh, yeah.
1: It, I don't know who that was supposed to be. That was talking. Uh, but it was basically the idea of like, you know, Russia has a plan for like how you destroy a nation without going to war with it. And, you know, if you don't pay attention, if you don't be careful, they can slowly destroy you. And it's like basically exactly what's happening right now. <laughs> and it, but it it also takes a long ass time. And so that's why for this new trailer uh that they showed for Gamescom, the one of the highlight moments I guess is like saying that this agent No, your history. Yeah, this this Sorry. agent Perseus person like he's been he or she, whoever it is because they don't know who they are. Uh they have been like silent for 13 years. And yeah, and so like, and every single time Perseus has been activated before, something major has been like done geopolitically somehow. Uh, so the idea is like, after thirteen years of silence, what is Russia planning on doing now? And I'm in, I'm interested, partially because like I've always had an interest in the Cold War, particularly because it's like possibly one of the closest one of the times in history where we got closest to like destroying ourselves as a species
0: yeah and it's it's really interesting like i i've been saying too. like james we were pretty much off of call of duty for a long time pretty much for the entirety of the ps4 xbox one generation i, I like did not touch call of duty until uh besides the remastered of Modern warfare one and two like i don't even know if those really count because those remastered it's like uh, the new Mon Warfare game is the first game I've really liked. I, I sold Black Ops 4. I hated Black Ops 3. Yeah, And Mon Warfare really is the one that brought me back. And I'm like, I like this again. But I'm also like, I might just stick with Mon Warfare. I don't think I need another game until the next Infinity Ward game. If it's like a Mon Warfare 2-2, whatever they're going to call it. And with this game, they are appealing to me in the fact that like I remember I... I like Black Ops 2. But over time like I was like this isn't a game I need to own anymore. Black Ops 3 I did not like. Black Ops 4 I sold pretty fast. Black Ops 1 I loved. Yeah. I like Black Ops 1 is still one of my favorite Call of Duties. If it if it goes in that direction where it stays in that era cuz that's where Black Ops 2 lost me was they went to the future sort of and I was just like, "Oh, I don't want to do this." Yeah. But I <sighs> I I'm in the middle because of a couple things like one I I still don't know if I need another call of duty like I'm I think I'm still I haven't really even played as much multiplayer from one Warfare as I think I want from it yet so it could still last me a long time but also there were a couple things I thought was like oh Activision oh oh Activision so it was the know your history trailer and it's a full propaganda trailer. Like it's like I mean, not propaganda, but it's like it shows you know clips throughout Cold War history. It's actual real footage from the Cold War era of like different things going on. And James, did you notice that uh, there were some alterations? No. What well, What do you mean? So in the trailer, the original tra- they've actually done like two or three versions of this trailer. The original trailer had footage of Tiananmen Square uh oh. not the actual part, you know, like the whole tanks running over people and shit. But it had footage of like the protesters there and stuff. And then apparently, uh, they were, Activision took it down, released another trailer that had a little bit less of that, and then took it down, put a third trailer that had no Tiananmen Square. Gee, I
1: wonder why.
0: Hmm. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, I, I gave call it, like the Activision portion a pass from Activision Blizzard. Because you know all the Blizzard shit going on with Blitzchung, all the shit where it's like you know they were like censoring the Hong Kong stuff. I still haven't and, played Overwatch in like a year. Yeah, and I, I still give two shits about Blizzard, but I was like, ah, whatever. I don't, I don't know why they're the same company as Activision, but I gave it a pass for so I just, I guess, because I was like, I oh, Call of Duty, fuck it, whatever. And I don't think Call of Duty sells. That, that's not a game that sells in China. It's Blizzard's games to sell in China. Like that's why they care. It's Blizzard's stuff, not Activision stuff, and. All of a sudden, we see that this is pulled. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why? What does Call of Duty have to do with it? And I'm like, it doesn't. It's Blizzard still. It's because it could affect Blizzard, I'm pretty sure, that they would do this. And I was like, you know, someone put a picture of, like, someone licking boots, and it's like the boot says China, and the, the lick is Activision. And I'm like, ah, oh, yes.
1: That's actually a good question. I, don't, I have no idea how popular Call of Duty as a series is in China,
0: or if it is at all. I don't think it... I don't think it is. So, yeah. I, I literally think it's just Blizzard. Hmm. That's a yeah, th- it's like StarCraft and Overwatch mm-hmm. and uh, Hearthstone, I would say, are the three that are probably there. I don't think it would be like Diablo or WoW, but I could be... Actually, no, WoW 2, probably. I think it's like everything but Diablo, maybe.
1: It's sad that I actually and, miss
0: playing some Blizzard games, but I could still live without them. <laughs> yeah, so... That. And then, I mean, that's really the only thing that I was just like, oh, I don't like that. Like, that's that's come on activision like try to have some fucking backbone like stand up for yourself jesus christ but we also this is just something more personal i was just like <laughs> we see the second trailer and the second trailer uh we got like the it's like uh, a government briefing room and they're all talking like you have your all hudson woods and mason in there talking and we have like random government dudes and james who the fuck walks in who the fuck fucking walks in the goddamn Reagan, the
1: savior of the American people, Pre- yeah, the God savior President of the fucking,
0: Reagan, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking Reagan. So Reagan rocks in, and I think you can tell by the way I'm talking about Reagan is how you think I probably think of him so i'm just like ah oh, dude reagan's like what the fuck, come on dude i don't want to deal with this bullshit just like come on really
1: funny that the trailer like i don't know maybe he was like a nice likable person in person but, no fuck that guy but like that <laughs> you heard me just say it too fuck well, the trailer portrays him is like the cool president who's like boys you've been tasked with sa- keeping democracies safe i don't care what it takes Go do your mission <laughs> it's just like
0: we're going to wow, go Reagan, you're, you're so going to cool. go sell drugs in Nicaragua. It's going to be fantastic. Go sell drugs to Nicaragua. Go sell them cocaine. Thanks, President Reagan. quick throw all the homeless people out into the streets from the asylums. Just make a put all the crazy people in the streets. It's fine, President Reagan. All right, I'm not I'm not going to go with the political talk for this podcast, but Reagan. It it'll Fucking be great. Read. Yeah, fuck god.
1: But it is make cool you good, can good, make your good, own good. character, I guess.
0: Yeah, so you can make your own character. Oh boy. <laughs> uh and then that's it we it was just like a cinematic trailer so we didn't really see anything else from call of duty so far i think there's like different editions i haven't looked at what editions are coming out yet but i don't know if i want it yet or not i do like the premise it sounds really cool to be honest same i am a little bit
1: interested that uh the the dev that uh, Jeff Keighley was talking to said that they were gonna try to make um, branching dialogue options a thing, which is weird because they already tried that for Black Ops Two and it kind of just didn't really, it didn't go anywhere. It was, it, like the choices that you had in that game were like, do you want to attack from the above or do you want to attack from like below or whatever. And so they they this guy supposedly confirmed that there are multiple endings to this game supposedly your your options that you choose are going to matter uh but we'll see i don't know like i said i've just i've always been interested in the cold war era in general so if they could tell me a really cool cold war story with like a branching dialogue tree and stuff like that i don't know i might be interested
0: yeah i it's hard to say like i said I, i'm not too sure how i feel uh because let's see all right so treyarch put out uh, a quick recap of Cold War. So Cold War campaign led by Raven Software. Multiplayer uh, reveal is September 9th. It's got zombies. It's got Warzone. It's got cross-play, cross-gen, cross-progression, free post-launch content. Nope. Season pass. Direct sequel to Black Ops 1.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, I do remember them saying it was a direct sequel to Black Ops 1, which I, is, is kind of interesting, I guess.
0: But So here's the biggest thing they say in there, James, is no season pass uh hmm okay what is what is what are they because all right
1: does that mean that they're gonna do like free map updates
0: well they they already did they did in mon warfare all this stuff is free so the season pass just gives you access to a character and some other shit it's like kind of like Fortnite a little i should bit. crack open it's like modern warfare yeah you get you get like more kind of stuff you can earn and everything else but it's not like it's not maps like you get the maps dude you don't have to worry about that cool okay um i won't lie this stuff is really appealing i think honestly james i i think i will get it just because I just want to play the campaign above all else, and if I don't like the multiplayer, I could just go back to, uh, modern warfare's. Because I also haven't really played. I haven't tried Warzone still because I just. And neither. It's have I. like, I think battle royales in general. I'm just like I don't want to put that time in, and I I'm already like I would rather put in my time of doing all the multiplayer stuff, upgrading my guns, and going through that stuff. Like I just enjoy the multiplayer enough that i'm like I, if i had more time and less other games i'd probably yeah. jump into it which i won't lie i've been dying to play Modern warfare again recently it's just destiny and my backlog have been taking up my time yeah
1: i feel like if i was gonna if i was in the mood to play battle royale right now mostly because it's the only one that i have on my playstation <laughs> currently i would probably just play uh
0: apex legends because so i haven't played that in a while hmm for sure so that's really it for call of duty um i'm sure we'll we'll probably talk about it more in a later episode just because we're like we're gonna get the multiplayer reveal and that will ultimately decide like how much this game will take up i guess in terms of like well i want to play this game in the long term or not uh next up we had unknown nine uh yeah not really so, much to know about this one yet <laughs> it's just a trailer about some little girl getting chased and then there's like an object she fucking it, well, it's interesting because it, it
1: seems like it it simultaneously stopped time for her but she also seemed to be able to like see the path that people were gonna take yeah which could lead to some interesting gameplay mechanics so I'll be honest, is.
0: like this trailer was, I was really bored and I didn't care at all. Hmm. Uh, the reason I'm interested in this game, maybe, maybe, is because I went to the website. I was like, ah, let me double check and see what the hell this game's about. Cause I, I could give two shits about this trailer and it's like cool mystery looking stuff. And I'm like, Ooh, a mystery. Okay. Cause it's weird. It's like you go to their website and there's like comics and uh, other stuff I already forgot. But I I am just kind of curious about what exactly this is in terms of, like, the premise. But at the same time, too, like, this is probably the least... Of the list we got currently, this is uh, the least interesting game, for sure. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Okay. Nothing else really to say. Yeah. Anything else you got on it, James? Because I I got nothing.
1: No, I didn't even check out the website. I just saw the trailer, and I was just like, oh, interesting. Because I... Weirdly enough, yes. I thought it was a trailer for Dragon Age at first, just because of the sort of fantasy looking aesthetic to it or whatever. Mm. But gotcha. It was not. <laughs> yeah. Cuz like I, I literally and, thought there's like someone was
0: finding out that she was like a mage or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, it's unknown9.com is the web- their website. That's it. Next up, we've got Dragon Age 4. There we go. Dragon Age. Yay. No, wait. No. What we saw, Jesus. Why'd you do that? Well, I just thought (laughs) it was so so funny because, like,
1: they were like, and now let's go to BioWare and talk about how awesome BioWare is. And there was, like, one shot where they they show their office and there's, like, a... uh, Oh god, were they, what were they? Even, javelin? They had a javelin there for like one second. It was like, oh, you want to forget that anthem was a thing, don't you?
0: <laughs> it, it's it's great because it's just it's just Bioware with the people at Bioware basically going, hey, let me pat you on the back, and then the other one goes, let no, let me pat you on the back, and they go, yeah, we're making the greatest game now. Let me pat myself on the back, and I'm just like, what the fuck are you it's doing? Like the South Park what is this? Where
1: Uh, kyle and his family moved to south no san francisco and someone makes a joke about everyone in san francisco loving to smell their own farts and then it's like they go there and it's actually true
0: (laughs) oh yeah everyone's supposed to be hella smug and you're just like oh my god yeah so it's just it's just a it's just a bunch of dudes being smug being like yeah our game is gonna be amazing here's concept art and it's like it's like jack
1: has everything in it it's awesome it's got frontier something it's like it's not that they're wrong. It's it's not that Dragon Age isn't awesome. It's just that, like, I have, at this point, sadly, zero confidence that BioWare can deliver another good game at this point.
0: It's also very tone-deaf of a video, uh-huh. especially after, like, all the complaints I feel like people have had throughout different showcases where it's like we've had these stupid dev diaries, which I love dev diaries, usually. But I also, I like it when it's a game that's already well into production and they're like oh here's while we're showing you trailers and other stuff about this game here's some stuff behind the scenes of what we've been doing and it's like that's the proper way to do it that's how you're supposed to do it when you do it without anything else where it's like hey we don't have anything to show for the game quick make some bullshit video about people there acting like something's happening and it's like are you fucking kidding me like really this is what you're gonna do especially at the end of the summer when we already saw that bing something that doesn't work and you still do it anyway it's just
1: really weird because they didn't even it didn't even see like that seem like they had anything to show off they showed off some like concept art of castles and stuff like that like okay so. they they
0: showed Solas with fucking teeth and i'm like okay the guy's got big chompers thanks i really appreciate that and it's like yeah i'm the dread wolf and we're like we already know he's the dread wolf fuck off dude like are you fucking kidding me this is what you wanted to show, Bioware. After everything we've just dealt with or dealt with from you, this is what you want to give us. It, this is what you thought was the right way to. It kind of
1: felt like they've, they they seemed. It felt like they felt like they needed to prove that they were still working on something.
0: They made it worse,
1: and yeah, it just made it worse. It's like oh, so at the game awards, they showed off like a couple pieces of concept art, and then like months later, they're like, "Here's a couple more pieces of concept art." How's it look?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I for one, had pretty much written, <laughs> written off work. Yeah, it's really i kind of like, eh, it's yeah, so just, whatever. And I, it sucks, too, because I really liked Inquisition, but I also heard about the bullshit that happened behind the scenes Yeah, during the production of that. So it's like, I, I really want, like, of all the things, I could give two shits about Mass Effect now. Jundromeda killed it. I'm like, duh. I don't care about Mass Effect. Uh, Anthem? Pff, yeah, right. Dragon Age is the only thing they got under their sleeve that I could be interested in. And they're doing a poor job so far and making me interested. Yeah. So, that was Dragon Age. I know that was pretty harsh, but shit, dude, you know, do better. It's not, it's not that hard, I guess. I don't know. Maybe for the studio it is. <laughs> Who's to say? Like, uh, maybe
1: if they had had one line in the video where they were like, hey... We took a long, hard look at ourselves, realized that we needed to make some changes, and we're sorry, or something like that. Like, that would have gone a long way, but they didn't. They they were just like, hey, remember how awesome Bioware is? We're still awesome. Keep thinking we're awesome.
0: I don't know. I have a shitty Anthem disc that says otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So uh the next two were kind of weird so this isn't even about the game really but we had a back to the future cameo for surgeon simulator 2 when it wasn't had anything to do I with was him. So it
1: because i was like oh man awesome is it going to be a back to the future game and then it was like i'm here to release surgeon simulator 2 right now I was like, I- is this a joke <laughs> what
0: yeah it's i feel like this is something we're going to talk about at the end when we just kind of talk about gamescom in general yeah right. uh but yeah so that was fucking weird and then we got crash 4 which was just him running around gamescom but it was empty and then they revealed something else that i already forgot because it was like you know they're, they've they been revealing stuff yeah. from like this is like the third reveal i feel like they've done so far this summer
1: i don't even remember what it was it i did it is funny that they keep making the point like if crash can wear a mask so can you
0: yeah and yeah that was it it was just like, basically, the the one of the developers from Toys for Bob was there saying, yeah, this mode's coming. And I was like, okay, thanks. Uh, after, that, after that, so guys, you can tell my enthusiasm for everything that we've talked about so far. Uh, but, but wait, there's more. <laughs> Fucking uh, Star Wars Squadrons. We got a Rebel Propaganda trailer, which I was like, wait, they're doing Rebel Propaganda? Okay. And then they're like, hey, it's the narrative director, and we're here to tell you everything is sort of already new and i'm like okay thanks weird it's great james you watched did you watch it
1: i must have missed this part because i was like okay whatever squadrons okay
0: (laughs) it was just basically it's like join the rebellion or join like the new republic and fight the empire and i'm like oh it's actually propaganda like it's straight up a propaganda trailer uh nothing else is talked about and then the narrative Mm -hmm. director comes in for the second half and is like yeah, you'll work with these people and going these missions and stuff and it's just kind of showing like you see a you see Wedge for a second and I'm like, "Oh, dope, Wedge." You see Hera for a second, I'm like, "Oh, dope, Hera." And you already knew they were in there. And like it's just showing like, "Oh, you follow some people in it in the, the game." Like it's saying like, "You see another fighter on the screen. It says follow or something." And nothing else is talked about besides, you know, you're customizing your your characters for these two, your for the Imperial and the Rebel. And I'm like, all right. Thanks. That was that didn't tell me. I learned zero things from this trailer. What's the, there was nothing. What's
1: the point of customizing your character if you're gonna be in the cockpit most of the time, first person too? Uh,
0: I mean, I like. That. I still like that though. I'd I'd like to customize. I like to have my own pilot. I don't. If it, if you're playing a no name, who cares pilot? I'd rather it be one I get to choose than one that's chosen for me. But that's mm. just my own, like nitpicking, I guess, or like more Fair preference. Enough. And then, uh, I guess this is the last of the, or one of the, there's, there's still like one more that I was just kind of like, why? But, uh, 12 minutes. So we had another trailer for 12 minutes and it was like 12 seconds. <laughs> uh, it felt no like, but it. nothing, all it did was tell us the voice cast. That's it. Which i it's a good voice cast. Oh, so like the whole thing that is it's the, a 12th. That... And I was just like, eh, I don't, I don't
1: care. Well, okay. A, a good voice cast can make something go from like good to like great but I I just wasn't particularly interested in, I was already interested in seeing the game for the narrative. I didn't care exactly who was acting it.
0: Yeah, because we already, we got this game a while ago and it's like, oh, this, it's like the game lasts 12 minutes and then something happens. And then it's like Groundhog Day where you go back and you see how you can do it differently or something. And it's a couple in this house and like sometimes a rubber breaks in, sometimes other shit happens and it's all this stuff. Basically we found out the, the man is voiced by James McAvoy the woman is voiced by Daisy Ridley, and the narrator is William Defoe. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But also, like, the, the reason they did this was, one, voice cast to get, build interest. But two, it's been forever since we've seen this game. So it's like, a, hey, we're still, it's like a check the pulse uh, update, where it's like, hey, we're still alive. Other than that, there was nothing else. So it was like, oh, cool voices. And it's like, so you're interested in, i my like, ah, fucking whatever, I guess when it comes out, I don't really care, like, this is, it still doesn't really do much to me, for me, like, I don't, whatever, who cares, uh, yeah, so we've, I don't know, the, the so far, stuff I've been interested in, they're just kind of, it's like, they're just going present, it feels like, everyone's just saying, I'm here, hello, I'm here, uh, the next three, were or three or four were probably the best parts uh we had a mafia definitive edition trailer which just kind of sh- it was like a story trailer yeah so dude,
1: that game looks super pretty
0: it look yeah it, it more so shows off that which is funny too because two of these games are fucking old uh uh but like yeah it's showing this old game that looks new uh and that's cool i, I like the definitive edition I, i'm excited to play the trilogy uh at least play one and two again and finally play three uh eventually but yeah, it went through the story that you already know if you've played the game before. It's just like, oh, this is how it looks. And it looks gorgeous for something from like the PS2. So I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, there's nothing else to say. Like it's either you want a mafia game again or you don't. But if you do, looks like you're going to probably have a good time. Uh, yeah, have anything else on this one? That was pretty. No, much I
1: never really got into the Mafia series, so I don't know if I'll get into this one. But again, it just—it looks like they are putting a lot of care and detail into making it look like a super, like not even just modern game, like even next gen at this point. Like it looks really pretty, unless that was all just yeah. like cutscenes that they showed. I think a lot of it
0: was Mm cutscenes, so that's also. But I've I've seen, like, other snippets of the game, so it looks like it's really good-looking. Well, there was some... I don't know. It was, like, a mix of stuff, I feel like. Uh, After that, another old game. Uh, This is probably one of the things I like the most seeing there. Uh, Age of Empires III Definitive Edition. As someone that loves RTSs, my favorite RTS series is Age of Empires, so I was very excited. This is the last one that really needed that big update even though it was it's, it is technically the newest in the series, but it's been a while, because I remember, like, loving it as a kid, uh, and that's like, you know, Age of Empires 1 is like the BC era, Age of Empires 2 is like Middle Ages and stuff, Age of Empires 3 is like the colonial era, and it's in the Americas and stuff, and they add, the, the cool thing about this was, oh, everything's rest up, it's like 4K, everything else looks fucking gorgeous, especially
1: like,
0: uh, seeing this, like, the, the actual gameplay looks fantastic, seeing the little cutscenes from the campaigns, look even better too because like looking back at the old ones if you went back now you're like i could sort of see their faces (laughs) uh it's like very just like pixely sort of now even though it's not even that old i'm like oh man these kind of aged but you really get all that and then they like age of empires 2 which age of Empires 2 they kept putting more in and i was like holy shit they're putting in more and more expansions more than the game ever had before too So it's like this game is even fatter than it was decades ago, which is insane. And they did the same thing with three. And I was like, oh, my God. So they're putting in two new civilizations. They're putting in the Incas, which were uh, in the second, in the first expansion, uh, or actually, I think in the first expansion, they give you like Aztec Mayan and no Aztec Lakota and Iroquois uh, civilizations you could play as. But before that, there were, like, little embassies you could build at these little, like, MPC native outposts. And that's where you could build, like, special units, depending on where it was. Like, uh, different maps had different tribes, which was really cool. Uh, and one of them was the Incas. So now the Incas, though, are a full civ, which is really fun. And then also you could hire, uh, because you're, like, a colonial, if you were one of the colonial uh, civilizations, you could hire mercenaries from like back from Europe and stuff. And one of them were Swiss pikemen. Uh, and hmm. that was like, well, actually, th- yeah, it was like Swiss pikemen and Hessian, Heschenje- Hessian jägers and stuff like that. So it was like German and Swiss and others. And, you know, that's like the closest you got to other um, European countries. And they're adding in the Swedish so I was like, oh, shit. I-, I was honestly expecting the Swiss for some reason, but they put in the Swedish, and I was like, yo, let's go. Let- I, I want to I see the Swedes. Like, this should be fun. So we have two new civilizations. Uh, there's a new historical battles mode and then some interesting challenge mode, too. And they said the multiplayer is cross- uh, cross-play, uh, which means it works uh, uh, between, like, Microsoft Store, Game Pass, or the same thing, but, like, basically Game Pass and Steam oh that's nice so if you got it on game pass for free you're good but you can play with steam players so it, that's what i really wanted to so i'm like oh perfect awesome that should help and i think uh, empires player keep going for like way longer yeah and i because of empires 2 uh, i believe it does the same thing as well so i was making i want I to make sure that I was also doing that because you know they're also making four right now right
1: for real oh
0: yeah and I I, that. i'll briefly run over it uh Everyone was expecting it to be like Industrial Revolution or like World War One probably. Uh but ironically they're like, We're doing medieval again. And everyone's like, What the fuck nah. are you doing? And it's like, I'm annoyed with that, but at the same time too, they showed how much new shit is in it, like how much more detail. So like, you know, you build walls and then you have enemies behind the walls or whatever. Or you have your character you have your units behind the wall. Now it's like straight up the big bat big fat walls that you actually put your units on and inside the walls. So it basically it looks like it's just gonna be a lot more detail so like even though these definitive editions are like just you know resed up and expansions they don't do anything for the mechanics so mechanically this game will be like an evolution if that makes sense so that's it uh but yeah we got Age of Empires 3 coming in October I believe uh so that's gonna be really cool like I said like seeing this I really just want to it makes me want to get through my PS4 stuff quickly so I can get to the PC, PC stuff again Alright, last two, or last three. Uh, This one, uh, Medal of Honor, Above and Beyond. We had a story trailer for this one, and it brings back all of the great feeling that you get from, like, Allied Assault and Frontline and European uh, European Assault and stuff like that, Pacific, like, uh, Rising Sun. Like, all the classic PC, PS2 games, you feel all of it in this. And it's in VR, and... Honestly, James, this might be... I talked about it before, but seeing this trailer and it got the full Medal of Honor tone right. Like, I feel the full classic tone. Everything from the character and, uh, like, the, the missions you're doing to the music to uh, what looks like the kind of the plot of, like, the enemies and stuff looks all like, everything I loved about the series, which honestly was my favorite shooter series for a long time until it just kind of died off. And it's still interesting that it's being done in VR, but even what makes me so optimistic about it is because it's Respawn doing it. And it's mm-hmm. also one of the old, uh, I forget the, his name, but one of the directors of, like, the original... Metal of honor Metal of honor allied assault i believe game which is what uh respawn did originally before they were like infinity ward and stuff and i honestly think i'm I- i'm probably gonna get an oculus for this i think
1: yeah honestly because i don't
0: think it's gonna be on psvr so it's like fuck it i'll get an oculus if i need to
1: especially like if they make an oculus quest version like it is. Oh,
0: awesome! Perfect. Because like they said, Quest and Rift. Dude, I've been, Quest is the uh, Quest doesn't need a PC, right? Is that yeah? What quest is correctly? the one
1: that is like you can connect to a PC and use it as like an Oculus
0: Rift, apparently.
1: But the Quest is the one that's just like a standalone thing. You just strap it on your face and it plays games. It's supposedly they even updated it at some point to be able to track your hands, like because it already had the like hardware in it, but they just I guess needed to work out the software. So, at this point, you don't even need controllers, I don't think. It literally just tracks your hands. Uh, And, I don't know, I've I've wanted an excuse to get a VR headset for, like, a while. Like, I just can't quite justify getting a PSVR yet, even though, like, I really wanted to get one for a long time. And every time it went on sale, I was like, well, maybe. But what what would I really play on it for, like, long, you know, other than maybe... Um, Beat Saber, but you know, Beat Saber's on Oculus Quest. It like, Oculus is the, well, it's not like the only uh,
0: VR headset, obviously, but it's like the most popular one, probably. I think they said PSVR is the highest selling one. Not oh, for real. Hmm. Yeah, but no, because no, all right. So for me,
1: like, I don't know. Long, long my... story short, I guess is is like, I was really impressed with this demo. I thought it looked really cool, and. It looks like a really fun VR game. Yeah. So, I I would probably happily buy a off an Oculus Quest just to play this game and then just also
0: enjoy having a VR headset finally. <laughs> I it's for me like it, it, it's the annoying thing of like Oculus like PS VR exclusives versus Oculus exclusives, but also like uh, it's building up now like the library of games that i could wa- i would want on a vr it's like everything from yeah it's gonna be middle of honor maybe half-life alex like i've never played I, I i still have to probably i don't even know if i want to play through the old ones because i i don't care that much but uh They're cool games arkham like, vr ha- half yeah yeah, yeah. Ar- mm-hmm. arkham vr iron man uh the astrobot stuff trover saves the universe or whatever it's called mm-hmm. like the the justin royland stuff they're in Beat Saber and Vader's Immortal, like all the Star Wars stuff, too. Like those all sound really dope. And Except Vader
1: most of those are already also
0: on Quest, too. So, yeah. So it's like if I could get whatever has the most, that's probably what I would do. And honestly, mm-hmm. too, I don't want to deal with the setup. So maybe the Quest would be the way to go. for yeah. me. As
1: and- much as I love the idea of the PlayStation VR, you'd probably get the most bang for your buck at this current moment with the Oculus Quest. Just for the fact that, since you already have a gaming PC, like I don't know if it's set up like strong enough to do VR games. Oh, mine can easily. Okay, then mine's a powerhouse. You would already also have that library of just like anything on VR you uh, on PC you could use your Oculus Quest for.
0: Yeah. So and it's like, I, I, um, I still at the same time the biggest thing for me was one it's hard for room wise in terms of space but two mm-hmm. i still have a fat backlog of shit just like i was i talk mm-hmm. about like you know uh XCloud and everything else like or not x cloud uh, yeah no wait, x cloud yeah um like everything else like i don't have i still have a vita i still have uh switch stuff to play i have ps4 games to play game pass games to play i got pc games to play like i have a shit ton of stuff i still want to get through so i can't um like besides buying the next generation stuff i can't dignify myself like i can't like give myself a good explanation of like yeah buy another a virtual system now to add to that shit right and that's that's fair i i felt that way for basically every single game that came out even like seeing i mean batman still wasn't a big thing but like all these games some of them were supposed to be really cool and i'm like these are really cool well the problem was
1: a lot of the early ones, like that Batman game, just felt more more like a tech demo, yeah, than an exactly. Actual game.
0: Now it's like games like uh, Iron Man and Half Life and yeah. stuff are coming in. Now Invader, it's just like, Castle or whatever.
1: Yeah. Now it's like, yo, you want Medal
0: of Honor? It's only on VR. So that's the thing. Now this is this is this is the killer app. This is the 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 seller Quite possibly. for me. This is what I want, and I'm like, okay, this is what might make me fast track and go. I know I have all these other games to play, but I think I'm finally going to get it because of this game. This is finally that game. This is what I consider Medal of Honor above and beyond, which is honestly really big, like considering that's like buying a game for a console. The only other thing that really made me do that was what Smash Brothers with Switch. And I I more so I already knew I was going to play everything on there, but I was like, yeah, man, give me a fucking smash brothers themed one and i'll get it and they're like look a great smash brother's I was like fuck all right fine i'll buy it and <laughs> uh now I, I it's a now it's my animal crossing console <laughs> and, but like yeah i i am really looking forward to this game that said if they delayed it i would be even happier because i'm like please don't make me get this <laughs> don't make me get a fucking vr headset like give me more time <laughs> i need more time uh and then two more things here we got Destiny Two Beyond Light, and I, the brief guys. I promise we're not going to be like last time in episode sixty. Uh, we got to see the different uh, subclasses for the hunter, or the basically the hunter, warlock, and titan. So, and it's all yeah. the the stasis stuff. So first, off, I can't wait to see what those ice grenade wall,
1: or ice wall grenades, like do for crucible and for platforming in the raids and stuff. Yeah,
0: and they did say they were going to reveal stuff about each class uh each week or something, I forget which weeks, but basically they'll go like Warlock, then Titan, then Hunter, in terms of revealing like all the stuff for stasis individually. I but I feel
1: like the Warlock got the coolest class name though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so the Warlock got Shade Binder, which is like yeah. they have this cool staff and it shoots like the stasis at enemies.
1: do they get a wizard staff.
0: Yeah. It looks really cool. And it really is like it's fucking like wizardy. And then the Hunters got Revenant, which is like a boomerang. And I was like no fucking it, and it ricochets. To me, they they
1: look like ice picks like ice climbing picks
0: that is yeah it's like that too but it, it, when they it's either i feel like it might be both actually i could be wrong but it's possible but you
1: definitely throw them and like i i did like that it looks like your melee you're like throwing knife yeah it, it bounces off walls and stuff
0: yeah so i think it's a boomerang um and that would be even cooler like dude it's a fucking boomerang <laughs> uh, so that looked really really cool And Titan gets, like, a fist. (laughs) Titan is behemoth, and when it hits, it's, like, almost like the same thing as uh, Fist of Havoc a little bit, but uh, when it hits down, like, everyone gets frozen in the stasis. It does, like, a
1: shockwave across the ground, which is kind of cool looking.
0: Yeah, so you notice in this one it's a lot more... It's, like, basically if you had an ice power, it seems like what stasis Mm -hmm. is. Like, you can freeze enemies and stuff, and you shatter them. So, and it... They showed it in PvE and PvP, so it looks fucking awesome I, i'm really you know you're getting you're getting your blood pumping for beyond light and you're like i gotta get all my other shit done before then so it's yeah it's it's gonna be cool like beyond light's coming out with a bang that's probably of all that it's like oh we're getting new games in november who cares we have beyond light and That's yeah. we play.
1: i don't know if it's just like perfect timing that i graduated and i have like all this free time to finally catch up on destiny and stuff But I'm so hyped for Beyond Light right now that it's like hard to even put into words.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, God. It's gonna be some fun time. And then last uh, was Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart, which we got an extended demo, and that was kind of what was okay uh, again because it's like, oh, we have an extended demo, which is cool. We have we got to see a little bit more from what we saw at the uh, PlayStation event in June. But the issue was that it was still the same thing, just with more stuff on it.
1: Yeah, it was a literally an extended version of the demo we've already seen. Yeah. So if it, like I got super excited for a second when I was like, oh cool, a, a new part of uh, Ratchet and Clank or something like that. And no, it was just the same thing we already saw, which is like maybe another couple minutes added on. And I don't know, it it didn't make me any more excited for the game. And I think it, I, I would have liked this trailer had I not already seen most of it anyway.
0: Yeah. Already. So it didn't really do anything for me. Uh, but that was everything from Gamescom. Uh, James, mm-hmm. what would you say your top three games were from Gamescom? Um, so
1: I probably should have kept a better list. But like I already I mentioned Iron Harvest earlier and I, I, I won't hash it out too much again It's basically it's just the aesthetic of alternate uh post-world war ii history with like very early style looking like kind of steampunk mechs or or like early industrial revolution mechs for some reason even though it's an rts and i usually shy away from those that is really interesting me uh let's see um i Honestly, I'm probably most excited for that Medal of Honor thing just because it is finally a VR game that makes me excited enough to play it that I might actually plunk down the money to get a VR headset finally, yeah. it which is impressive. And then maybe just because I'm biased, I'm Destiny 2 on Light because <laughs> I'm really, really looking forward to those uh, uh, darkness powers and just what what comes next in Destiny. Oh, for sure for me and that, uh, that and you you yeah. already mentioned it a bunch but like most of the things we saw for all the other games were just like here it is again it still exists we're so alive anything, oh boy yeah so it wasn't anything new so i think that that's why i liked those three games in particular because they actually showed me new stuff that i hadn't seen before out of all of them i guess yeah I mean, maybe not destiny i destiny we'd already seen the stasis powers but we saw it more yeah i guess i don't know (laughs) we have a
0: we have a destiny bias too i think
1: that's and that's yeah i'm definitely biased on that
0: yeah so i uh for me it was pretty much yeah my number three was destiny 2 uh easily it was those powers uh number two was age of Empires 3 definitive edition i loved seeing just like everything looking so pretty and getting the incas and the the swedish i'm really excited about and finally number one medal of honor a vr game holy shit they did it like I, I'm fucking pumped for this game. Uh, that said, what did you think of Gamescom? I don't know. It's it's just not
1: the same. But it, it never was gonna be when it was gonna when it's just like a uh, stream as opposed to like a massive convention hall, yeah, full of like thousands and thousands of people. And what's so I don't know. It's just it it didn't feel like they had anything really new or important to tell us right now like like we just said there were a few things that stood out that were new but for the most part it didn't feel like they needed to do uh, a huge multi-day uh st- like live stream or whatever for gamescom because it just didn't seem like there was that much there no but, I, I
0: don't know for sure and i would say because normally, even when Gamescom is a big convention, we usually just get the highlights because it's, you know, it's in Europe. We don't really, it's like, true. it's not like we're going and watching the Gamescom stream. It's usually like, oh, yeah, we, we see uh, these are all the trailers shown and stuff, and we go check them out and everything else. But this is because it was, like, headed up by Jeff Keighley, and it was, like, the end of Summer Games Fest, because Summer Games Fest ran from, if I remember, if I remember correctly, May through August, and... Yeah. Like, it's over for the most part now, except, like, uh, there's, I think, on tomorrow, there's a Riot Games League thing, and then it's over, because he said till August, so it doesn't run through September. Uh, and, huh. so, not spending too much time in this, just because, uh, looking at our time now, James, we're, like, an hour and 15, and if we still want to talk about Horizon, it's going to go over the hour and a half mark that we just already talked about, but... Uh, we pretty much like. I mean, I, I, for the most part, I didn't care for Gamescom this year. I, I didn't yeah. get much from it besides like you know the three games I talked about. Really, those were the only things I truly got from it. The rest, like, where some things were cool, but otherwise, whatever. Jeff Keighley does like putting in celebrities and other stuff into his stuff. You'll notice now more, but at the same time, there you can. I'm not saying you can't because we've obviously we've seen Beaker, we've seen Alf, we've seen now Doc from Back to the Future and, uh, oh yeah, huh? Yeah, and then like technically Crash sort of. Um, Yeah. But there's a right time and place for it, I guess you could say. Like, the Back to the Future one was just not the best choice you could have had. I feel like you could have Just, I don't know, you could have done someone else that wouldn't have freaked people out because that does send the wrong message.
1: Was it literally just that like he's Dr. Emmett Brown and they were doing Surgeon Simulator and they would be doctors doing the Surgeon? Is that literally the only connection there?
0: Probably. I think it was just like, here's a cool name that people like and then he did it and that was it. Uh, And Gamescom, it's like whatever, it's done. I'm happy it's over, and I'm happy, like, Summer Game Fest wasn't necessarily bad. I thought Summer Game Fest, if it was the only thing there, I think it would have been great. Uh, but I think because everyone else was like, we want to do everything too, that's what killed it. Like, James, the, the worst time was that weekend where we had Summer Games Fest along with the IGN Game Summer Games or whatever. IGN Game Summer day, Days of Summer whatever i don't remember what it's fucking called but it was like four days of just torture (laughs) because we had yeah we had that we had summer games we had that and then we had uh i think it was the pc game show plus uh another there were like two other ones so there were like four shows all at once and you're just like i'm i'm really tired this is actually like i've never been fatigued by game shows before like at least james this is the first time I miss E3. I'm like, at least E3 was like three days and then it's over. And you're like, oh, fucking finally. This is like, it, it was like instead of putting the bullet in my head, you just went, let me catch you. I'm going to catch you every day. And you have to get cut and you're going to be bleeding out. <laughs> but you're not going to die. you just going to keep going. <laughs> and oh my dude, God. I, death I'm just. Thousand tired. Cuts. <laughs> yeah. So it was, dude, it was fatiguing. And I'm glad it's over. I don't want it anymore. I'm done. Yeah, I'm good for now. So please don't do this again. Uh, Not necessarily Summer Games Fest, but just don't oversaturate the summer with this shit in general. We
1: can only hope that by next year, the coronavirus will be like, hopefully, a thought of the past.
0: Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, so I just, I hope we have some more... Yes, more stable shit next year, and we don't. Yeah. If the if we still have something like this, like I said, just have it more concentrated and less spread out, and less freaking just less less shit. Just more. Don't don't fucking act also, like you need to go out there too.
1: Yeah. Also, like hopefully, if if things are still sort of like this by next year, the people will already have like practice doing a. like live events like this year and they'll have like learned from their what mistakes and like what they found was like harder than they thought or whatever. And they'll have more time to prepare as opposed to being like shit. Like are, are we going to have the ability to do a live show or do we just do it? Not uh, like an online thing. Like hopefully it will be better planned next year, but we'll see.
0: We'll see what happens. But the only thing left this year, James, which I'm like, thank God, is the end of September is Tokyo Game Show, which is virtual also. But also, we never we don't really pay attention to that either. And I think There it's, might be, like, a few things, but... Yeah, this not... can be probably small trailers we could check out. Yeah. We'd pr- it'll be, like... I think we'd cover it as much as we'd cover, like, a random Nintendo Direct, if that makes it Like, one of those Nintendo uh, shows that we briefly... Food.
1: Yeah, unless something absolutely crazy happens, like, Sony decides to reveal the price and release date oh, of, the P- oh. of the PS5, at least in Japan, like, at the Tokyo Game Show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, at least what's scheduled is just Tokyo Game Show, and then we have, you know, our Game Awards in December, which is like, okay, that's fine. It's December, it's the Game Awards. And Jeff you even, I, I listened to IGN Unfiltered, uh, between him and Rand McCafferty, and he's like, yeah, you know, after Gamescom, just in general, like every year he said, uh, the big three things Jeff Gilly does is uh, he does that stuff in E3, he does stuff at Gamescom, and he does stuff at the uh, Game Awards. And he's like, but between like Gamescom and Game Awards, like he takes like a vacation. So the dude's like, I guess, vacationing now. Uh, but of course, you know, E3 was subbed for Summer Games Fest, which was just like, oh! but. oh, but yeah, huh? uh, yes, yeah, so we just got TGS and the Game Awards. Besides that, there's only three other things for sure that are happening. We just don't know when. One is Ubisoft said they were doing another Ubisoft forward, which I'm like, uh, leave me alone. If there's no Division 2 cross play, then get, leave me alone. Don't, don't fucking bother me. I'm tired of you as well. I just don't want any more from <laughs> Fucking leave me alone.
1: Dude, if they announce Division 2 cross play... Or, or even cross-progression, and they put a sale up again to buy it again on all the other consoles, I'll buy a copy and I'll play it with you.
0: <laughs> if, if they don't announce cross-play, then I'm going to just... I'm, I'm going to consider the show a failure. <laughs> No, this can be like it fucking that, sucks.
1: <laughs> like for Destiny, I wanted to start a character. I wanted to have at least one character to play on Xbox with the people I know on Xbox for the longest time, but I never wanted to grind through the entire story and stuff. And it's the same deal with uh, Division right now. It's like my character is on Xbox, so if I wanted to play with you, like I'd have to start all over again. Yeah. So if they if they did like a cross progression thing, that would be awesome.
0: Yeah. At least cross-save at the very least. Just do that. Yeah. Other than that, you know for sure they're going to show freaking Assassin's Creed Valhalla and you're going to be like, ah, oh, okay, yeah. um, Then we're going to have our two Microsoft and Sony whatever the fucks, and they're going to be like, hey, price and release date finally because they're playing fucking chicken still. And <laughs> which, James, it's it's almost after, in two days it's September. And the like consoles are months. less than three months away.
1: Yeah, like, if, if they come out in November, it's, like, less they than three. months. They are coming out in November. They're coming out in November. Like, it's insane.
0: Yeah, so we... Oh, my God. Fucking... Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah so... That's all of that. That's, like, games come, upcoming shit that's happening that we want to... We're going to see some stuff we don't want to see, some stuff we're like, the fuck? Where is it? So... That's all of the news, which honestly took a while. I, I think there's a couple things I'm going to edit out just because there was, like, just kind of random stuff. But other than that, like, we're good. Uh, we are reaching the hour and a half mark. To so James' question here. Uh, we could either stop here, which it does feel like a weird episode because there is not much enthusiasm <laughs> in this episode yeah. at all. Um, or we can go into Horizon. But that's the thing. We will probably hit that two-hour mark that we were just talking about. Mm. So, this is the big decision. Yeah. Um, it would push back if we push this back. It would push back Ghost of Tsushima, a week, which I think also I didn't get to tell you yet, but I was talking to Brandon, uh, moncada So this is one of the two Brandons from Paulo City. Uh, he'll probably join us uh, for Ghost of Tsushima at least to talk about that because he also uh, okay. platinumed it. Yeah. Cool. But, um, what do you do? Th- should we end it here and stop talking, or do we continue into Horizon?
1: I feel like I could personally talk about for Horizon for a while, so just just so that we don't go like so we stick to our word. Let's end it now.
0: Okay, sorry, folks. I know that's uh, not the most hyper of episodes. I will, like I said, I'm personally exhausted. Like it's been a very long, the nearly it's been like a month and a half to two months or something where um, I've been kind of, you know, doing my other work and shit and other projects, but also juggling this show plus now kind of bringing up up to it, down to it, which we'll have a second episode soon, hopefully. Uh, it's just been that busy that I haven't had a chance to really develop a second one uh, yet. Plus uh,
1: crossing over with like two other podcasts. Yeah, cr-
0: that crossover is killed because the sh- there was a lot of scheduling because we're not only doing our shows, we're doing their shows. And there were like, you know, also the YouTube show. So there's a lot more recording dates and also meetup dates to basically discuss scheduling. Yeah. And everyone's
1: got like their own personal schedule and stuff. So it's been, it's been some doing.
0: <laughs> it's It's been a lot of work for stuff we don't get money for is what I'm trying yeah. to also say. Like, like all the, remember guys, this is all free, but it's also stressful. And uh, it's how, you know, we really care. Yeah. It's how, you know, we don't, there's no ads at all either. So that's also what tells you a lot. Um, but I will say, uh, before we true do passion project <laughs> exactly uh you know we're working on a few things still uh but they're still on the back burner i haven't had a chance to really jump on anything yet just because it's been too busy but i'm working on like i said i'm working on up to it down to it uh we're gonna have more of that coming as well as you know it, it you know it's very bare bones for a pilot we're still gonna we're gonna get its own artwork for when you see like that way you can d- differentiate it, even though it'll be on the same channel. You'll notice, like, the picture for Up To a Down To It will be different. Uh, we'll eventually get a intro music as well for that. Uh, mm-hmm. But those are all eventually coming. Uh, we're eventually going to work on uh, some other stuff. Like, I keep mentioning the DC special I want to do. Uh, we're probably going to develop that into multiple episodes, but that is also something that won't probably come until honestly guys, it's probably not going to come until 2021 i'm thinking uh just because of how much we have to do but also like uh how many episodes we're going to record for it so it might be a whole project dude if we release it around the snyder cut that might be perfect that i'm thinking about that because at first i was like the first option is uh wonder Woman, wonder woman but at the same time i'm like yeah around snyder cut or like between Suicide squ- the Suicide Squad and Snyder Cut, where like we start at one and end around the other, could also work. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah, uh, just because of how much stuff we might, how much stuff we might release, it just depends. But uh, we got that. So up to it, down to it, we got the DC special. Basically, I'm going to call it DC mini series at this point, or DC EU mini series, uh, and then uh, working in just uh, potentially on changing our RSS, maybe, because right now we're on SoundCloud and I've had to manually basically spread us to like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I'm looking into potentially something like maybe Podbean or something, and apparently that spreads you to everything. Uh, so I'm going to be looking into that soon. I haven't had, I just haven't had time, but I'll be looking into that if it does uh, I'll have to figure everything out from, you know, on the plus side, we'll be at multiple different, like, we'll be in so many different outlets you could find us in and we'll potentially even, like, grow our listeners even more so, even though, like, the crossovers have really been have really been pushing us forward, plus starting up to it down to it has also pushed us up. Uh, but if we do this, you know, we'll get a lot more people. The only thing I'm worried about is I don't know, and when you switch an RSS feed, does that erase everything that's already in the other... Like, will that erase everything that's in Apple Podcasts mm. or if you're still subscribed, like that whole thing. So I'll have to figure that out. And then I think after that, I'll start looking into potentially putting this on YouTube, which would be uh, not video still, or just be like a still image, but you'd also have a oper- You'd have the option for YouTube as well. Uh, so we'll, that's all down the line. Uh, we won't do all that stuff in that order necessarily, but it's just me behind the scenes, kind of figuring stuff out while juggling regular you know paid work that i do plus other projects i work on uh and maybe some sleep and working out so <laughs> We're a little yeah bit. yeah oh
1: so, uh, yeah we gotta sleep sometimes
0: <laughs> yeah so which is also i've been really bad at that lately so i really need to start sleeping more um and then that way you can hear me more energetic and alive uh maybe not ne- necessarily enough to talk about south park and center cutting that length but you get what i'm saying yeah, no, oh, yeah. Sure. okay uh, once again, this is Suture Side Talk. We talk games, movies, TV, uh, news, usually, select pieces, as well as what we play and watch. If you want to write into the show, uh, you can at suturesidetalk at gmail.com. You can leave us any questions you want us to read on the show, as well as leave us any uh, feedback, uh, whether it be positive or negative. Uh, you can also follow the show on Twitter, at Talk. You can also follow the show on Instagram now, at Talk. Uh, you could follow James on Twitter at InvaderJim124, and you can follow me on Twitter at GoGoComZilla. You can, of course, uh, the best thing, the, the way you can help us is to uh, subscribe, follow, like, give us a five star review on whatever platform you're listening on. So, whatever it says you can do, please do that. That is how you can help us out. Besides, the most important thing is to share us out, uh, whether it's talking to people word of mouth, uh, letting them know about the show, to Spreading it on social media, to retweeting uh, our episode release tweets. Uh, that's what really helps us out. Is put put us out when I post something on Instagram, share it to your stories. Uh, if I tweet it out, retweet it. That kind of stuff is what really helps us probably the most too, because it's like it's spreading across the web. More people can look into it and see what we have to offer. But that is the show uh, this will probably be a different day releasing like uh, last week uh 1661 were a monday and friday in one week uh just to space it out a bit uh, this will be a you'll probably be listening to this starting on wednesday uh, in september technically so uh, that'll be out then otherwise we'll catch you probably a regular time again with episode 63 uh, 63 uh the following week and which we'll talk about Horizon Zero Dawn And whatever else, whatever news we got that time, but we'll see how that goes. I think I'm tired of news for a bit, to be honest.
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening.
0: So long, everybody.